Welcome to Dr. Neelam Wellness Podcast. Today we will learn about child healthcare series. Let's understand why do babies cry in their sleep? Newborns and young babies make grunt, cry or scream in their sleep. For very young babies, crying is their main form of communication. As babies develop more ways to express themselves crying while asleep may be a sign that they are having a nightmare or night terror toddlers and older babies who cry while asleep especially while moving in bed or making other sound may be having night terrors now let us learn and understand reason and ways to calm your baby when baby briefly cries out in their sleep they often settle on their own picking them up may wake may wake them up and disturb their sleep so if crying continues try talking softly to your baby or rubbing their back or stomach this can help shift them into different stage of sleep and help them stop crying some babies might cry in their sleep while they are sick or teething but pain that causes crying will usually wake the baby now about the ways to calm your baby so first of all just talk to your baby rub his stomach or his uh, whole body secondly check for soiling and changing of diapers then observe baby's sleep pattern the way he sleeps and if the if child sleep habits has suddenly changed if child sleep problems last for several nights and interfere with the ability of child or caregiver to function child could have feeding difficulties just watch for this number 4 a child if the child cries continuously just remove his clothes and apply coconut oil or moisturizing lotion all over the body check for insect bite mosquito bite on the open areas like palms feet or face number 5 after checking the diaper area check for any rashes or redness around the anal region or around the urinary tract or look for the soiling number 6 if baby cries extensively check his oral area and see for any unusual ulcers or infections and immediately contact your doctor number 7 if baby is not able to suck breastfeed watch for nasal block or breathlessness if baby is having flaring nostrils his eyes are wide open than usual you contact your doctor immediately number 8 check for nose and ears for any unusual secretions which can cause earache making baby restless number 9 watch for stools or urine if any increased frequency change of color if baby crying while passing stools it could be the cause for colicky pain that is abdominal pain number 10 finally look for the pattern of crying feeding sleeping if disturbed from normal that's it for today we'll meet in our next episode 
with new topic. For any detailed information and help, online consultations are available with Dr. Neelam. Call 9892518107. Let us discuss about the some of the common illnesses child faces and one of the common illnesses common cold. Common cold is caused by any one of the several viruses and easily spread to others. It's not caused by any cold weather or getting wet. So then what are the causes of common cold? A cold is caused by several viruses that causes inflammation of the membranes that line the nose and throat. And there are different types of viruses. But rhinovirus is the most important cause. Common cold is very easily spread to others. And it's often spread through airborne droplets that are cuffed or sneezed into the air by the sick person. The droplets are then inhaled by another person and so colds can also be spread when a sick person touches you or uh, any of the surface that you again touch. Contrary to popular belief, cold weather or being chilled doesn't cause a cold. However, more colds do occur during the cold season and this is probably due to variety of factors like schools are in this session increasing the risk for exposure to virus or people stay more indoors are in closer proximity to each other and also due to low humidity which causes dry nasal passages which are more susceptible to cold virus. What are the symptoms of common cold? So symptoms include Stuffy, runny nose, scratchy, tickly throat, sneezing, watering eyes, low-grade fever, sore throat, mild hacking cough, achy muscles and bones, headache, mild fatigue, chills, uh, watery discharge from nose that thickens and turns yellow or green. Colds usually start 2-3 to three days after the virus enters the body and symptoms last from several days to several weeks. Cold symptoms may look like other medical conditions. So always consult your healthcare provider for the diagnosis if your symptoms are severe. A cold and the flu are two different illnesses. Cold is relatively harmless and usually clears up by itself. Although sometimes it may lead to secondary infections such as an ear infection. However, the flu can lead to complications such as pneumonia and even death. So be aware of these differences. Let us look for just cold symptoms. It includes low or no fever, sometimes a headache, stuffy runny nose, sneezing, mild hacking cough, slight aches and pains, mild fatigue, sore throat, normal energy level or may feel sluggish. How is common cold diagnosed? It is diagnosis reported on the above symptoms or 
it may be similar to the certain bacterial infections allergies and other medical conditions so let your healthcare or your pediatrician diagnose the symptoms let's look for the management and treatment currently there is no medicine available to cure or shorten the duration of common cold however the following are the some treatments that may help to relieve some symptoms of the cold number 1 over the counter cold medicines such as decongestant and cough medicine second antihistamines that helps dry up nasal secretions and suppress coughing number 3 rest number 4 increased fluid intake number 5 pain relievers for headache or fever like paracetamol number 6 warm salt water gargling for sore throat number 7 petroleum jelly for raw chapped skin around the nose and chest and finally you can give warm steam for congestion but it should be under proper guidance uh, because colds are caused by viruses so antibiotics don't work antibiotics are only effective when any bacterial infections are there so and do not give any aspirin uh, to your child who is having fever Uh, we can also think about the complications of common cold colds can lead to secondary infections including bacterial middle ear and sinus infections which may require antibiotics so if you have a cold along with high fever sinus pain uh, significantly swollen glands and mucus producing cough see your healthcare provider or your pediatrician so you may need some additional treatment we can also think of how can common cold be prevented so the best way to avoid catching cold is to wash your hands frequently avoid close contact with people who are having colds or when they are having colds just be away from them or because your hands may be contaminated with virus by touching them while sneezing keep facial tissue tell your child to have this tissue with him and then you can wash wash his hands frequently if the symptoms does not improve just call your doctor and meet him immediately some tips about the common cold we should keep in mind that a cold is caused by virus that causes inflammation of the membranes that lines the nose and throat it is very easily spread to others through the airborne droplets by coughing or sneezing the treatment to reduce the symptoms includes getting rest and drinking plenty of fluids and uh, as it is virus antibiotics won't work <clears throat> so the best prevention for common cold is frequent high hand washing and avoiding close contact with the people who have colds so for this we always advise that students should avoid going to school if they have any common cold or flu like symptoms this could prevent him and the other babies or other students also from getting common cold
let's look for upper respiratory infections upper respiratory tract infections uh, there are four of them one we have discussed about that is common cold then comes influenza then comes pharyngitis or tonsillitis and sinusitis let's have a look on influenza the flu is also caused by virus this virus is generally passed from person to person through the air when an infected person sneezes or coughs as we have discussed above what are the symptoms of the flu each person may experience symptoms differently the flu is called a respiratory disease but it can affect your entire body people usually become very sick with several or all of the following symptoms like cough often becoming severe extremely exhaustion so you will see that the babies they are looking very sick fatigue for several weeks headache high fever runny or stuffy nose severe aches and pains sneezing at times sometimes a sore throat associated with uh, vomiting and diarrhea fever and body aches usually last for 3 to 5 days but cough and fatigue may last for 2 weeks or more the flu is diagnosed based on your symptoms and also age factor and types of flu are there and we have to see how long the symptoms are existing tolerance level procedures medicines therapies expectation for the course of disease and many other things so treatment accordingly uh, are like antiviral medicines they can reduce uh, the uh, the timing of the flu but they can't cure it they have to be started within first two days of illness then here also again medicines we can give is the decongestant and for nasal discharge so we can take medicine to relieve aches and fever a paracetamol gives good results then just bed rest and increase intake of fluid it will help so as any of the viral disease viral diseases are uh, are give better uh, give better impact when the people takes or uh, babies take good rest and if you give them uh, keep them hydrated by giving lots of fluids now the question is how can many uh, parents ask the question how can i protect my child against the flu so first your child should be vaccinated against flu so prevention is the is better teach your child how to wash his hands or her hands in school and he has he or she has to wash it frequently as we know that flu virus spreads mainly by droplets so Uh, try that your uh, your child should clo- always be protected with these things hand washing is very important both for the person of the flu and others around him if your child has flu keep him or her home from school daycare and other other activities that could expose others to the virus 
if your child needs to go outside of the house he or she should wear a mask to reduce the likelihood of spreading the virus to others common treatment we can give in this is paracetamol or acetaminophen or sometimes ibuprofen uh, fevers headache body aches this all could be covered in this as uh, it should be as per your pediatrician have your child drink plenty of fluids to stay hydrated especially when he has high fever vomiting or diarrhea let's understand importance of vaccination in flu getting a flu vaccine greatly reduces the risk of getting the flu but it does not guarantee that a child will not get the flu in developing the vaccine physicians and scientists make best guess based on recent flu patterns to determine the most likely flu strains for the season but unfortunately there can be strains circulating in the environment that are not in the vaccine and so so this could happen that even after vaccination child could be child could get this virus infection the flu vaccine includes three strains of influenza vaccine but a child is protected with this but still symptoms can develop so even though your child is immunized but still any any symptoms you have to immediately consult your pediatrician now further let us learn about sinusitis in children so what is sinusitis in children it is an infection of sinuses these infections often happen after a cold or with allergies there are three types of sinusitis short term long term and recurrent in short term that is in medical language we call as a acute symptoms symptoms of this type of infection last less than 12 weeks and get better with the correct treatment long term which we call as a chronic and these last longer than 12 weeks recurrent this means an infection comes back again and again and so it means three or more episodes of acute sinusitis in a year sinuses are ear filled spaces near the nose they are lined with mucous membranes there are four different sinuses ethmoid sinus maxillary sinus frontal sinus and sphenoid sinus what could be the causes to know the causes the most common bacteria that cause sinusitis include streptococcus pneumonia haemophilus influenzae and moraxella catarrhalis what are the most common symptoms symptoms in sinusitis is stuffy nose thick colored drainage in the nose drainage down the back of the throat which we called as post nasal drip headache cough associated with pain or soreness fever and loss of smell so make sure that your child sees healthcare provider for a proper diagnosis now let us look for some of the 
diagnostic uh, issues so we can have tests like sinus x-rays ct scan and cultures so these investigations will give us proper line of treatment treatment includes depends treatment basically depends on your child's symptoms age and general health it also depends on the severity of the conditions like in acute sinusitis it may get better on its own so sometimes your child may need antibiotics if there is a in, if your child's sinuses are infected with bacteria so if the child symptoms haven't improved for 3 to 5 days the provider or healthcare provider may try a different antibiotic then comes the antihistamines allergies anti allergy medicines which reduces swelling here we should know that don't use over the counter decongestant nasal sprays on your own these sprays may make symptoms worse recurrent sinusitis is also treated with antibiotic and allergy medicines chronic sinusitis may include uh, treatment in a different way you have to give a special ent specialist visit your child might need antibiotics for longer time and inhale corticosteroid medicines like nasal sprays or drops with steroids are often prescribed over here other medicines nasal sprays with antihistamines and decongestants saline sprays or drops or medicines to loosen and clear mucus may be prescribed maybe some child might need immunotherapy treatment as if your child has nasal allergies shots may help reduce or her reaction to allergens such as pollen dust mites or mold now what care you should give to your child fluids a glass of water or juice every hour or two is a good rule fluids help thin mucus allowing it to drain more easily fluids also help prevent dehydration saline wash this helps the sinuses and nose moist to keep moist and warm compresses so apply a warm moist towel to your child's nose cheeks and eyes to help ease pain on the face let us learn how can we prevent sinusitis in our child they include first have your child use saline sprays washes and both use this often to keep the nose as moist as possible number 2 use a humidifier in dry indoor environment number 3 keep your child away from cigarette and cigar smoke number 4 keep your child away from things that cause allergy symptoms number 5 don't force water into the sinuses for example child should not jump into water number 6 limit time in chlorinated pools the chlorine can irritate nose and sinuses number 7 practice good hand hygiene number 8 keep you and your child up to date with immunizations number 9 an important don't have close contact with people who have colds and other upper respiratory tract infections
so what we what are the key points about this that sinusitis is an infection of the sinuses when discharge from nose is blocked bacteria may start to grow this leads to sinus infection or sinuses sinusitis many times acute sinusitis get better on its own for chronic sinusitis you have to visit ENT specialist for special investigations and treatment mm, that's it so let's meet in the next episode bye